Blog Talk Radio. And there we are, guys. We are now live on our, our Block Talk Radio internet uh, portal. So, again, you can give us a call, 347-326-9991, uh, and we actually will put you on the Facebook Live and the Periscope broadcast. So uh, come on and join us, and we'd love to have you on uh, right in the middle of it. Like I so said, again, that's one of the things we always try to do is we try to be very interactive and get everybody involved as best we can. All right, you know, since we started kind of off with the Falcons here, we can – Talk a little bit about okay. You know that the uh, there has been uh, if if the deepest deacon was here, he would talk about it. There's been a slow rumbling out there in the atmosphere. Okay, uh, looking for the Falcons to draft a particular player if he happens to be available when the Falcons are able to draft. Who who are we talking about? Um, Lamar Jackson. Yes, sir. I mean, who's who, whose rumbling is that? <laughs> that sounds like you and you and the Devious Deacon himself have have started this this uh this campaign. No, we have we have some people on Twitter that that have mentioned the fact that uh, they think that Lamar Jackson would be a good fit uh, for them right here. Uh, so I'm just I'm just and, saying. And the thing the thing that would happen, he wouldn't have to play for a while. Right, that's exactly my point. He that's would my not point. have to play for uh, you know three three years or so. Right, maybe. Right. You know, he could sit back and really learn, really become a polished um, a guy, and then, you know, his ability – and he's, he's relatively young. He, if, if if that happened, he would still be in, a prime, in his prime when, whenever he was able to take over a team such as a, a, an Atlanta Falcons or whatever. So, you know, that that might not be a bad situation. I'm not pushing for it, but that, that's not <laughs> – Well, I'm just, I'm just saying it depends on when you would draft him. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, the guy, if you can get him uh, in the, you know, I guess the second round, I, I don't know. Uh oh, I'm not wasting. I'm not wasting a second round pick. Hold it, hold it, brother. You uh-uh. said wasting a pick. <laughs> I mean, I, I need. I got have too many other things to to address other than that. Um, I really feel like they need to address our situation uh, up front with the on the offensive line, and you know, uh, possibly get some more help on the, on the defensive line and and in our secondary. I think we need a little bit more help there. I'd like to see. I'd like to see him get a wide receiver before that. Now, if he fell to round three or four, and he was still available, and we had an opportunity to get him, yeah, get him. Wow. Yeah. Round three but, or four. But he's going to run a four three or four two nine or whatever. Yes, whatever he's going to run, and that's going to wow everybody at the combine. And uh, he's going to make all the throws. He's going to do everything well. So his his number because nobody's really talking about him right now. But when when he puts those numbers up. You know he'll go back up the draft board. I believe he can only he can only help himself by going to those uh, uh, to the combine and participating in those events and doing the different things that he he'll do and test really well, especially from a speed aspect of it. You know I think he is a quarterback. I don't think he needs to change positions. I don't think any of that. Oh no, I mean, happen. Hey, come on. You know because people yeah. are saying that. You know people people are, there have been people that that have said that. Okay, and, here's what I'm trying to understand here. Okay, here's a guy that has been in the top five for Heisman balloting. The last two years, right? Okay, as a quarterback, now I understand exactly. you can say, okay, well, we've had other quarterbacks, and and uh, you know they've been more runners than passers. I get all of that, but this is a guy that has put up numbers, not the same, and I get not that you know we're not trying to compare him identically with Deshaun Watson because right. he was a the other guy was just an unbelievable player in his own right. But at the end of the day, he's had seasons where the numbers are in that ballpark. You know, three thousand yeah. yards throwing, a thousand yards rushing. I mean, that doesn't. That doesn't mean you're just a runner who can play quarterback. That's and and that's very true. However, we we still know and we still see it in this day and time that you know last year it was clear and evident. I mean, I don't know 
what more do you want to, do you want a quarterback to do uh, than Deshaun Watson did in in two seasons playing against uh, probably uh, one of the best uh, two of the best defenses um, that we had seen in college football in the Alabama de- uh, defense and the not the staggering numbers that he put up two years in a row and he's not the first quarterback take you know and yeah, then, and then you know and I'm sitting here wondering uh, why. Is this happening? And I hate to bring race into it. I hate to bring all that other stuff into it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, sometimes I do think that. I do think that they are just simply not ready or simply don't want to believe that this black guy, this African-American guy, is able to do to do what, what he's doing. And, um, you know, Deshaun, and even when he got to, to, um, to Houston, Bill O'Brien, you know, for a, for a half, and right. I was like, why would you not play this guy? You already you already know he's better than what you have in house in in Tom Savage. You already know he is. He he's already surpassing him in practice and everything. But you're afraid because you're afraid he's going to do something. You're afraid he's going to make a mistake. They put him in the game, and when the, it's something about a kid that has it, when the lights come on, right, it comes out. Right, it right. comes out. I mean, listen. <laughs> Okay, this is this, sometimes this stuff borderlines on crazy. Now, one one of the other things that speaking to you, you should mention that uh, it was also um, you know Super Bowl week means you can be asked any question by right, the press. Exactly. Okay, and uh, Tory Smith, wide receiver from the Eagles, was uh, I didn't hear the whole question, but basically the name of another quarterback who you know whose name is bounced around out there and, and right now doesn't have a team, Colin Kaepernick. Right, right. And Tory Smith basically said he said, hey, listen. Um, uh, if the fact that this guy is not playing somewhere and the level of quarterback play I'm seeing it on other teams, he says something's wrong. Exactly. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, and listen, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, and see, I want to clarify because people have mentioned different things on Twitter. And certainly we have guys here from the Navy tonight and we thank God for them. They'll probably be uh, popping in to see us. They uh, great guys. My brother was a, an army guy for 10 or 11 years. So in no way uh, are it, not only me, but Colin Kaepernick himself stated repeatedly that no way were his protests designed to say anything against uh, the military or things like that. Big Juju 22 on Periscope, thanks for joining us. Um, he, he made it clear that his whole thing was he was protesting because of the fact of injustice. That's it. Case closed in the story. The right. guy came out, he's done other things with the police since then. He's done other things with, with the military. So this idea that somehow this guy is doing something, and you see people talking about, oh, yeah, the guy is uh, disrespecting the flag, disrespecting the military. All that stuff is just right. nonsense. You know? I, 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 and I agree with that. And, and, and when it's clearly stated, but when people want to make something an agenda, when they have a, an agenda about something and want to make it something else uh, to shed, to turn the focus off what, what it's really supposed to be about. Right. They can do that, and they can create a narrative uh, to be uh, totally against uh, and totally opposite of what of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to represent. And um, you know, my problem, the only problem I ever had with Colin was there was a moment when he got off script, when he got off of the message, right? Uh, with, and, with, uh, the with, with the whole thing with the socks, with the that was kind of that, yeah, stuff that was right. kind of you know kind of stuff that he shouldn't have done. Um, and then the people that are around him that that kind of. I think it's a young lady friend put some stuff out on Twitter at one point in time. Right. You know, so, you know, those things like that got him, got the the message kind of, kind of messed up. But as long as we're talking about the, the message, I have no problem with it. Right. You know, and I think he deserves a shot. He deserves a, a place. Will somebody be bold enough to do that uh, in this era? 
Uh, we talked about it. We talked about it before on the show. You know, I don't think um, we're ever going to see him again in, in the NFL, if you, in my, my personal opinion. Which would really be a shame because the really guy be is, I mean, this is a guy that uh, has shown that he is a, a NFL quarterback. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, the young man has uh, showed, and people are talking about, well, his game is falling off, all this kind of stuff. I'm just going to tell you, if you go back here and look and just look at, let's, let's just go back to last year he played was 2015, correct? Right, if we're not right. mistaken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and take a look at his stats for 2015. Let's go back here and take a peek at Colin Kaepernick, who was allegedly his game fell, fell off the table. Uh, yeah, uh, no good. He, he, played in, he played in 20, uh, 2016, 16, right? too, didn't he? Okay, so yeah, let's, he let's go take a look at 2016. Because he came in in, in relief of uh, – of um, um, I can't Blaine remember. Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. That's right. It. So I'm just I'm just saying we're talking about how his play has fallen off dramatically, and that's why he doesn't have a starting position, and that's why you know he couldn't be used. And so I'm just going to try to see if we can find the information here about Mr. Kaepernick here, and we'll take a peek and uh, just just see. Okay, Colin Kaepernick. Okay. Um, in 2016, let's take a look at his stats in 2016. He was slightly behind uh, his friend, Mr. Gabbard. Mm-hmm. As far as completion percentage, he was 59.1. But if we look at his numbers, he had 19 touchdowns and right. only seven interceptions. Right. That was at 19 and seven. And that was in, that was in like uh, eight, ga- eight, or eight, eight games, nine games. Right. So this idea that, uh, that somehow this guy was some terrible – uh, let me just go back and make sure I got the stats correct. I don't want to give you guys anything wrong. He said, man, Minister, that's not right. So let me go ahead <laughs> and make sure I have these stats correct here. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, I'm sorry, 6 touchdowns and 5 interceptions for Colin Kaepernick. He threw for about 180 yards uh, per game. But let's take a look at some guys that were behind him. Uh, here's a guy that you name might be familiar with, Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. He's a backup quarterback for St. Louis at that time. His numbers were behind him. Uh, here's another guy who, matter of fact, is right here in Atlanta, Matt Schaub. Right. Uh, Matt uh, is behind him in stats. Um, T.J. Yates, who found his way onto a, a, roster. a roster. He is behind him. Yep. Uh, Zach Mettenberg, I believe. I don't even know if he's in, in the league anymore. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, he was ahead of him. Uh, Matt Castle, a guy who at one point was considered the heir apparent to Tom Brady. His numbers yes. were better than Matt Castle. So I'm just, I'm just kind of confused, you know, to what people are talking about. And at the end of the day, even when Andrew Luck tried to come back, his numbers weren't that much better than Kaepernick's. Right. Is he throwing yet? Uh, he actually hired a, uh, one of those uh, throwing coaches mm-hmm. uh, to come in, one of these specialists. So uh, look for him to start throwing. But, no, he had not. Uh, he's not throwing anything yet. He's bringing these people in to try to make sure he doesn't do anything mm. untowards to hurt himself. So, again, guys, again, if you look at the numbers, that was 2016 when he kind of came in as a uh, as a relief guy, so to right. speak. So, you know, I'm just saying, guys, I mean, at the end of the day, this guy should get the chance to be able to play. I think that, uh, you know, he's, he's an NFL quarterback, and this idea that he's not is crazy. So, I don't know. And uh, now approaching on uh, – Track four. Oh, man. <laughs> That's right. There we go. <laughs> Again, we're here at the uh, the Holiday Inn, one of our favorite spots here. We're hanging out with you, Real Talk Sports Show, uh, talking a little bit of uh, NFL here, talking about Colin Kaepernick, talking a little um, 
uh, Super Bowl, we're going to get into this. You know, Minister was very nervous. We talked about this earlier, thought that uh, they might have some kind of hit on me, but Ken has assured me no, no, this no. is fake news. I don't it's, have to it worry. Fake, fake news, bro. Fake, fake news. news. Even though we fake do news. believe that sometimes some slim shady stuff going well, on. Well, you know, you know. Anybody that knows you knows that fake stuff, uh, I mean, not, I mean, that shady, wow. shady stuff kind of goes on in your head. And when it happens, you know, you are the first one to unveil it and say, what do you say? Voila. Voila. <laughs> we're here. Okay. Yeah, we're here. That's, I'm, I'm, come on now. Come on. Give me a break here. All right, guys. Again, we're open up the phone lines, uh, 347-329. Uh, excuse me. 347-326-9991. That's our phone lines here for the Real Talk Sports Show. And we thank those of you who popped in to join us on Periscope and on Facebook Live as well. We appreciate you. Well, uh, we're going to do this. I'm going to take a little teensy-wincy break here. Uh, we're going to let you guys hear a little bit uh, from some of the folks who have been nice enough to, you know, from time to time, uh, show us some love here on the show. So keep it locked here. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. And we'll be back in just a moment. Keep it locked right here. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the C-Room Multiplex. The C-Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the C-Room. Specializing in the following areas, CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the C-Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating packages. For more information, call us, 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's c-roomatlanta.com. The C-Room is Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The C-Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Mention this ad for special pricing. This is Master Jonathan Simmons, host of the Real Talk Sports Show. Do you like the positive sports stories you've been hearing? Well, partner with us to help keep the good news of sports on the air. We have great audio, video, and internet advertising packages available to promote any size business or event. Contact me directly at 678-410-9833 or send me an email, sales at realtalksports.net. We'd love to partner with you to keep the good news in sports on the air. And we are back welcoming everybody here on both Periscope and Facebook Live. Shout out to Mary USA Chicago joined us on Periscope. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the love. Appreciate the hearts that we see popping up down there in the bottom of the screen. Uh, listen, guys, you can join the conversation. Give us a call, 347-326-9991. And I actually will put you on the air. People can hear you on Periscope. They'll be able to hear you on the Facebook Live as well. So uh, if you want to join the situation, give us a call. We'd love to have you on the out with us. Well, let's uh, shift to a little Super Bowl talk here. Um, first of all, Ken, let's just get right to the brass tacks of it all. Um, what do you like? Philadelphia or the New England Patriots? Well, I, I kind of am torn because I don't like either one of these, these teams. Tell the truth. Uh, I say tell the truth. I really don't. Uh, I'm not going to say I don't care because I love football. Um, 
from a historical standpoint, I've, you know, there is a part of me that would like to see Tom Brady do this thing. Right. Because, uh, you know, I think this would, you have to talk about him in some very rarefied air. You know, I'm talking about as, as far as just sports, period. Right. You know, you can't even talk about him with just other football players. You have to talk about him with, with Jordan and and Jabbar and all of these different people who guys that can do this shit that kind of transcend right yeah. guys that can say six <laughs> is, exactly right. talking about guys that they can go six sport and guys that have them for you know have them for the for both hands you know so, right ooh you know I'd like to see that happen and on the other hand uh, there's a part of me that that kind of likes to pull for the underdog likes to see. Uh, uh, Nick Foles uh, doing wh- what he's doing. You know, this guy has been uh, much maligned, uh, has been talked about. Uh, they've said that he can't what he can't do, and it seems like every week he comes out and proves everybody just just wrong as they can be. And uh, so, you know, that aspect of it, I like. I really like to see that happen. But um, I really believe that uh, that it's going to happen with. Uh, with with the Patriots winning, I think it's set up that way. I think the, I think it's. Did I hear the word set up? Did I hear the word set up? Did I hear set up? Oh, sorry. Okay, you know, it, it could already be written that they that they that they're winning this thing. Uh, I, at least I hope they do. But uh, you know, you just never know. Well, at the end of the day, if you look at the um, if you look at the numbers here, the numbers actually on paper, favor Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia is uh, a little bit better defensive team. Uh, certainly offensively, they can run the ball. Uh, so you, you would think that it would lean a little bit towards them. I want to give a shout-out to Hashby70 on Periscope. Thanks for joining us. I also want to give a shout-out to folks who have logged on and Facebook Live. Remember, guys, you can actually call in on the broadcast, 347-326-9991. You can join us here in the broadcast as we talk uh, Super Bowl right now, Legacy of Tom Brady. Uh, all that kind of good stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you something before I get into, you know, who I pick. Uh, one of the things I have felt here is, and I heard someone else mention this, I have felt kind of a uh, malaise, a little laissez-faire okay. when it comes to Atlanta sports fans. Uh, you actually kind of mentioned it. Me personally, I hate to say this, but I really just don't have a lot of engine or interest in this game right now. And I think it's because last year was just, it was so – it was just so unbelievable that our hometown team, the Falcons, win it. It was so unbelievable that I made my very first trip to the Super Bowl city, and the team I covered all year was actually in the Super Bowl. And so I guess this year, because I'm, I'm not thinking about doing any of that, right. and, and the Falcons had a shot actually to get back there again. Yeah, just, um, I'm just not – I'm just being candid. Even though I cover sports, I'm just not that interested. But I still got to taste of blood in my mouth. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. But see, but see, but see, this is the thing. I mean, the, the, if even if you listen, and this is a funny thing to say this, even as sports fans here in Atlanta, right? It's hard for us to grasp the idea that we are not the defending Super Bowl exactly. champions, okay? exactly. Okay, and that we are not there defending our our championship against the New England Patriots for round two. Imagine how epic this Super Bowl would be if the Falcons had won last year, especially the way they were winning, right. and then played the, the Patriots again kind of in a rematch. Yep. Now, you talk about a storyline. You talk about a hype. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, no disrespect to, to Philly fans, but, I mean, come on, man. That would have been a storyline for the ages. That would have been a real nice one. That would have been very nice and very, uh, you know, epic. Uh, I think the uh, 
the city would have been ablaze. Oh, uh, it would have been on I fire. Mean, you know, when you, when you see cities like that, it always reminds me of when I played ball, when I played over at Georgia Tech, and yep. and how we were sent off um, uh, to to uh, to uh, Orlando to to play for in the Citrus Bowl. Right. I, I know it wasn't the Super Bowl. I know I understand all that, but to have the, the city kind of uh, buzzed about what's going on uh, in your community or in your in your little um, you know, in, in, with with your team is is very very exhilarating as a player and exciting. Yeah, you know I mean there's nothing like it. Uh, I always tell a story about we beat Virginia and came back home, and when we turned down North Avenue to come by the stadium, we couldn't even the bus couldn't even turn in. How crazy is that? Because there were so many students and people waiting waiting on the, waiting on the, waiting on the bus. It was just uh, it was literally amazing. Uh, that uh, you know, kind of stuff is stuff that memories that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life because you just you don't get a chance to 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 live those things or to do those things all the time unless you're the Patriots, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. they, they 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 have a they can kind of used to they, they kind of used to it. You do you realize if they win Sunday, they would have won six championships over the last 18 years. That means that every third year. They are winning a championship. Oh no! What what they're doing? If they win this year, even if they don't win this year, they what they're doing in this stretch of this last eighteen to twenty years borderlines on what the Yankees have done for an actual, the, basically the life of baseball. If right. you go back and look at the New York Yankees, the Yankees have won. This is crazy. I think they played a hundred and ten World Series. And the Yankees have won twenty seven of them. Yeah. So the Yankees. That's why the Yankees are what they are. Right. And the Patriots are becoming that same way. And and the other thing is, they would now have a situation where twice. They will have won three Super Bowls in a four-year span. Four-year span. I mean, and and the only other team that can say they've done that once has been the Pittsburgh Steelers when they won four and, and five. You know, we can say what we want to say. I don't know if Thomas made a deal with uh, with, with with the devil or what. Doctor Foster <laughs> lurking in the shadows for Mister Brady. I don't know, man, because uh, he's not getting older. Uh, he's getting better. Uh, he he says it's nutrition. He says it's everything else, but uh, I tell you what: uh, when you see a guy that has plans to play up until his mid forties, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, he's you know. And I was telling somebody the other day, Minister, that, that the way the NFL is constructed at this at this moment, he could do it. Oh, yeah, because you can't really, you I mean, can't really hit him. You can't really hit the quarterback right. in the way you did before. He is very, very protected. Not Brady, but quarterbacks in general. In general, they yeah. are very, except, very protected. Well, you can, except for Cam. Except for, Cam. Except for Cam, because Cam Cam appears to all not to be quarterback-like in his right. size and demeanor, so they feel that they should treat him differently. Now, here's the thing. If they treat the champ, Cam the same way, you, you know, this is a guy that sits right now himself, and he realizes that he, if you listen away to some of the things he spoke about this year, he knows he himself is on the precipice of being the guy that breaks the stranglehold and to kind of sets the new – Michael Vick tried it, but Cam knows he really could be what Ben Roethlisberger said. Ben Roethlisberger looked at him in that first uh, uh, Pro Bowl and said, "This is the prototype of what NFL quarterbacks are going to look like going forward." Right. Six foot four, six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds, runs a four four forty, can throw the ball sixty or seventy yards in the air. So, so we, we we see he's on the precipice. Speaking on the precipice, I'm on the precipice of of making sure that we tell everyone that we appreciate those people who have logged on. So on yes. Facebook, we want to appreciate a guy that uh, that has his own great sports show called uh, um, uh, called I'm just drew a blank. The Crush Sports Talk. 
Maceo Hurd. Hurd, what's up, baby? Joining in. A junior. I got to get it straight. Maceo Hurd, junior. Junior. Show that junior straight. on there. Please yeah. throw that junior on there. Him and Emmanuel Glaze do a great job there on Crush Sports Talk. And, I, and now everybody talks about me. Now, Ken, you talk about me having, uh, at time to time, allowed our, our set to be graced with some of the... Everywhere. Well... You know what I say? Right. Everywhere. Well, Maceo and Emmanuel actually get them to the studio with them. So I'm feeling some kind of way. All All the lovely... Uh, I, I know, I know. I, from CBS I know, 46. I know, I, I know, I've seen them. Amen. I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, you know, we, trying to make a we're not. This is not hateration. Yeah. We, we we appreciate you, bro. We appreciate the love. Love you, ladies. And very bright uh, and uh, really make you guys look, not you always good looking fellows, but they make y'all look real good. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I also want to give a shout out to Samuel Klinkscales. That's your boy right there. He's jumped yes, on there. That's my boy. Yep. That's my boy. Uh, appreciate him. And again, guys, you can actually be a part of the broadcast. We're going to let you do that. Three four seven three two six nine 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 one. You can call in, and through the magic of modern technology, the minister can pipe you in to the Facebook Live, so everyone can hear your audio. Or if you want to pop in, we can also hear your audio on the Periscope as well. So again, if you want to call us, three four seven three two six ninety nine ninety one. You can put out who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Do you think Tom Brady will make it to age forty five or no? That's the big question, guys. Mm-hmm. You can call us up and. And talk to us a little bit about it. Again, 347-326-9991. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show. Right to my left here is a guy that knows what it's like to be in big games. Uh, he's one of the greatest players ever to lace him up at Georgia Tech. Uh, uh, Georgia Tech Hall of Fame, ACC Sports Hall of Fame, Ken Swilling, the Capitan. <laughs> Man, I, I'm telling you what, uh, Minister, I'm just going to bring you around with me, just introduce me, uh, hey, you know, everywhere I go, you know what I'm saying, because you make me feel good, man. Well, you I should, mean, bro. I mean, you know, I mean, you, at the end of the day, bro, I mean, you know, what you did on the gridiron, it's, uh, it's, it's, guys can go in, and, it, and this is, you know, everybody, you know, everybody doesn't get a chance to experience, like you said, what you experienced, everybody doesn't, is not been gifted, and then, not just gifted with the physical ability, but gifted what I like to call the intestinal fortitude and the mental discipline to enhance what God has given and take it to that, that rarefied air where, where people are saying, not only was this guy like really good, but he was amongst, you know, the all time best at what he did uh, when he was on the gridiron. So uh, there, there's no question, bro. I'm going to give you some, I'm going to show you some love. Appreciate it. You know, it. I'm going to show you some love. We appreciate you. And I know all the yellow jackets that watch this and listen, they appreciate it. They miss you, bro. And they're, and they're hoping that, that some of that 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 swilling we bloodline. We, we still got some swilling blood. That's what I'm saying, bro. They're hoping that some of that swilling blood over there. That swilling will uh, will jump up and and do some some wonderful things over at Georgia Tech. And uh, like you said, we'll talk. We'll kind of talk a little college football towards the end. We'll look here again. We'll look at the Philadelphia Eagles and we look at the matchup here between them and the Patriots. And if you look in terms of scoring, a lot of people really don't realize that the Eagles put up a fair amount of points this year when Carson Wentz was still in play. Right. You know, they average right around 26 points a game, you know, which is right behind the Patriots at uh, 28.6 points a game. So offensively, they can match the firepower of New England and they can run the ball. Yeah. That's the other thing. They can run the ball and keep New England off the field and keep the ball away from Tom Brady. Right. Okay, let me ask you this. Yep. Because I, I believe what Belichick is going to do defensively, I believe they're going to, um, I mean, to to uh, kind of throw off uh, – um, not, not Carson Wentz, but uh, Nick Foles, Nick Foles and, yep. and, and his and and the way they like to do the read option. I believe they're going to kind of tight, do a really tight man to man, jam the guys off the line of scrimmage, not give them a lot of of room to rustle and to run, and then kind of take that slant pattern away uh, from from what they like to do. Um, I just don't know if 
the Eagles can score enough points. I don't know if they're – I think they've got to score – got to be willing and able to score over 30. Uh, do you think they can do that? Well, you know, I, 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 here's, here's the thing I'm saying. I don't think they're going to need that many points. I think that they're going to be able to at least keep away enough from Tom Brady because this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you've got two monsters in that backfield. Uh, and LeGarrette Brunt and uh, and Ajay. So, I mean, we've seen that, that these two guys can run the ball very, very effectively. We saw it against the Falcons team, who was a top-10 defense. They right. had all kinds of problems slowing those guys down. So, I think they're going to get a steady diet of, uh, of you know, I'm not going to say Green Bay Packers sweep left and sweep right, but I, I, you can be guaranteed that they're going to test that Patriots defense uh, early and often to see if they can get any traction with that running game. And if they do – then Foles actually becomes a pretty dangerous guy back there because, you know, we saw we saw Foles in the championship game. Now, again, Minnesota made some mistakes yes. in, in, in field position and things like that. We get it. But at the end of the day, we saw the Foles that we saw took over from Michael Vick. Uh, we saw that type of guy, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, a guy that has an uncanny ability to know where and when to put the ball. So, you know, if you get this guy into a position where that confidence level, where he's relaxed, you know, Ken, confidence is a funny thing. You've been around that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that, that's very true, and that's what, that's what I was going to say. I mean, they can't allow him to get comfortable, and that's what Atlanta did when we played him. I know I, can, I guess on a reference, I got, every reference point I got, right. I still hurt. It still hurt. Yeah, it's still real to me. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> because for the life of me, I couldn't understand why we let him get comfortable, why we didn't move him off his mark, why we didn't move him off the spot. Why we didn't try to send more people, you know, and things of that nature to really uh, slow that thing down. Because the more comfortable this guy gets, uh, the more uh, confidence he gets, it is, uh, you know, it's game on from that point. And, right. and he's he's kind of that guy that, that kind of rides that wave. And if and if he hits his first two or three um, uh, completions and, and he gets in a good rhythm, I mean, he's going to be uh, something to deal with. The only the only thing that I have to say about that portion of it is that Bill Belichick has had two weeks to kind of dissect, break down, and I'm sure he's gone back to games where Foles was playing and what he doesn't like to see right, and all of that good stuff. So that's going to happen. Now, I will give you this point um, and from a defensive standpoint. I think Philadelphia has uh, probably the best front seven. Um, you know, that is still playing right now. Alfred, we're still playing. They, like, they, how you, like how you clean that up, still playing. But the Jaguars are bringing it. Yeah, they, I mean, right. I mean mm-hmm. they're, they're bringing it, but, right. you know, they couldn't bring it for 60 minutes. That, see, that what you just said, you know, that is the key to beating this Patriot team. That's the key to beating any top championship team is you have to find some way to get maximum effort for 60 minutes. 60 minutes. I mean, it, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy. Jacksonville, they got the turnover that they needed. Exactly. Deep, deep in that ball game. Yep. At, um, I think it was Miles Jack or one of those guys made a heck of a play. On a play uh, where on, they would beat, on a, on a uh, trickeration yeah, exactly, play exactly. where they looked like the, the Patriots taking all the momentum before the play even stopped. They had flipped the script and they had, they had flipped that the turnover. Yep. Had the ball. I, I, thought the, I thought the whistle might have blown a little bit too fast. I thought it was a clear recovery. I thought all that stuff went on. I oh, yeah. If he got touched, <laughs> touchdown or not. He did I, not. <laughs> it should have been, maybe it should have been a touchdown. I don't know. However, in that moment, I pick up my phone. I text one of my friends. I said, "Hey, they need a touchdown right now. Right they got to score a touchdown. They can't get six. They can't get three points. They need a nope. touchdown right now." And in that series, they went three and out, kicked the ball back to Brady, and the rest is history. Right? You know, and right. and, and, and it, it was over with after that point. You know, so you know when you get it. My my point is when you get an opportunity 
to do something to Brady or to do something to that team or to, or to score points. You got to take advantage of every opportunity they get, you know, and it, it's going to be a game of, I mean, you can't play checkers with these guys. No, you, you got to play chess with them. Right. You got to match move for move. And if it comes down to wizardry and somebody making chess moves, my money is on Belichick and Brady. Oh, no question. You, you think about this, and see, here's the thing: the other thing that, that the Patriots do um, that uh, a champion in this era, and especially to his credit, they do. A champion in this era understands that we are not the, the game. The goal, the end game, is to win the championship. That's it. It's not to show how dominant we are. It's not to necessarily impose our will on the other. We are here to win a title because you think about this. You think about a Patriot team that had been buffeted around by a younger, stronger, and actually defensively better Jacksonville team. Right. They didn't say, okay, well, we got the GOAT. We're just going to we're gonna keep running the slams. We're gonna keep, they said, no, we're going to pull everything out of the bag because that's what we need in this game to win. And, and, and Minister, and lost a big cog of their offense. Right. Because the game plan was predicated for, 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 uh, for Gronk to come out and have a really good game. And that's one thing I love about Belichick. I love about uh, the OC, uh, 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 Josh, um, Josh Daniels. Josh mm-hmm. Daniels. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't stop them from going back. So okay, we got this. No, we got this. We got Amendola. We got. We we still got pieces. Uh, we can still get open. We can still run our quick game. We can still do some things. They still can't cover us in in the slot. So they knew that was going to be a problem right. for, for anybody. And, and Amendola in the slot. Is 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 trouble for anybody? He's a bad man because he's going to be matched up most time against a safety or a linebacker, and you know, and what they should have done was take Jalen Ramsey and put on him or somebody, you know, and, and just shut that down whenever they they had an opportunity. But you know, that being said, you know, they're at home, right? And and and, and New England is playing for the championship next week. And see, the, this, this and see the other problem you have with 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 Amendola, what he does is how he stresses your defense. If you say I'm going to take our number one corner and put him on there. One of the, see, see, Bill Belichick is always trying to have counter moves available for you yeah. just in case. So if, in fact, you take your number one corner and drop him on your slot receiver, he now has a legitimate deep threat that in a quick strike you're gone. So if you say we're going to do that, they'll put Brandon Cooks out there in yeah. ISO on a number two or, or, or a guy who's a safety, and all of a sudden you, you, you got a big play. Yeah, and 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 that's that, that's the problem. I mean, I mean, it's easy for me to sit here and say, well, they should have done this, they should have done that, or or you you look at different things. Um, uh, any of any of us look at a ball game, you you can able to analyze it and break it down. But in the moment of that situation, it's very very difficult to uh, to make uh, that just that judgment or the adjustment at that moment sometimes to to really do what you need to do, and that's what. Uh, Braden Belichick and uh, Josh Daniels and Matt Patricia and all those guys, that's what they have been able to do over the course of this season. Because if you remember, at the beginning of the season, we thought uh, the Patriots' defense was horrible. And it's still not great. Well, the Chiefs lit them up. I mean, the Chiefs basically, that's the prototype on how you beat that team. You run the ball, and when when, when Belichick makes the adjustment to try to pressure you, and get guys in that box, you get them with a, with a big play. You, you know, it, it's interesting. You talked about this whole concept of, uh, of what happens in real time. To me, and I, one of these days I'm going to find this clip. It was one of the funniest press conferences I've ever seen in my life. A young Mike Tyson uh, was at press conference, and I think it was. I want to say maybe he was fighting Trevor Burbitt. And um, w- one of the things that happened uh, is that, you know, doing a press conference, and they said, you know, Burbitt talking about he's going to stick him with all kinds of things. So they asked Tyson – 
and Tyson just leans over and goes like this. Uh, anybody's got a plan until they get hit. Yep. And he just just walked away, that's dropped it. the mic. That's it. Because that's what happens. Everyone's got like everyone's got a game plan. Everybody says we're gonna do this. We're gonna put eight, you know, put eight guys up front, nine guys up front. We put a, a strong safety in the box. But until you actually start getting punched by a championship team, and you see what happened, because that's what happened with the Falcons. The Falcons just couldn't. The second half had no answer. They could not respond to what was going on on that field. And at the end of the day, it becomes a man on a man. Man on man, baby. And as my boy uh, Hugh Douglas says, man whoop a man. And, and <laughs> when a man whoop a man is going on and you on the bottom end of it, you can know what the play is. Right. You can know what's coming. You can know what's happening. And you, there's nothing that you can do about it. Nothing that you can do about it. Because you've been out skiing. And I, when <laughs> – I've been on the field with guys and seen that wheel leave them. You know what I'm saying? You, pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> seen the wheel leave them. Yes, sir. Yes, Came sir. off the car, bro. Uh, hey, look here. I'm talking about the, the wheel to, to, to the plate because, you, because you're getting beat. I never forget my freshman year. We were playing against Clemson. I never forget it. Uh, I tackled Terry Allen about four times in a row. Man. And our defensive end, they had a, uh, they had a fullback. Um, they, they had a they had a, a excuse me a guard named um, uh, a Tracy Driver Stacy Driver mm-hmm. whatever his name was and he was pulling down on our defensive end and when I him. when I tell you he was laying <clears throat> lumber on him <clears throat> he was bringing it to him because the, the defensive end was supposed to come down and, and make it spill right and he, it was spilling but it wasn't spilling because he was <laughs> making it spill it was spilling because he was he just wasn't there <laughs> Lord have mercy he just wasn't there and I, you know I played free safety so. Uh, and then the game, I had like 18 tackles. Yeah, like, anytime you're free safety, a lot of tackles. That's that's a bad thing. That's that's a bad thing. Well, I'm gonna get a comment here uh, here on Facebook. Howard Sheffield says, "Watch the matchups against the Patriots linebackers. Uh, watch the matchup against the Patriots linebackers. Look at the first game of the season. Uh, KC basically won the flats and the seams. And he said, if you can do that, the Patriots are done. I, I agree, Howard. I agree with I agree with that. Um, I really do uh, like that comment. And thank you for 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 uh, for uh, for, for looking at us and and all that commenting on, on Facebook, um, Howard is one of my good buddies. So uh, he, he and he's a Bears fan. Uh, so uh, the Bears, he, yeah, the Bears. Right. <laughs> okay, it's all good. We like you know, him. but it, it, it's all good, and I think he has a real valid point at, at that point right there because that's what you want. You want that matchup. And, um, you know, at that point, nobody knew who Kareem Hunt was at the beginning of the season. What he didn't. I mean, and, right. I got you. And, um, you know, that was, that was some difficulties. But the same, thing, the same way uh, that that could be a weakness for, uh, for the Patriots, that could be a weakness for, for Philadelphia as well, you know, as far as just yeah. getting matched up with James White and those guys like that, that they want to get the quicker guys out there on those linebackers. And, you know, that's their game. That's what they do. They, they, will, they will paper cut you to death. And, and that's what we saw last year. That's all we saw, dink and dunk and dink and dunk. And, and, when, and see, if you can't – see, the thing about it is if you can't find a way for your team to keep them off the field, you're going to be in trouble. I want to give a couple of quick shout-outs here. Um, April Lance Sentmanot, my good buddy, uh, my tag team partner on my ministry show, Clarion Call. Uh, you know, I love her, bro, but all she's going to do is kind of shout-out her Packers, okay, on Facebook, <laughs> talking about Pack Nation, Green Bay, okay, <laughs> Sister, I love you, but you are aware that Green Bay is not in the game, okay? They're not in the game this year. They won in the game last year. We love Aaron Rodgers, but come on now. Okay, come on. <laughs> we appreciate you. But, but again, hey, that's a true fan. You shouting out the uh, boys. Hey, I appreciate hey, you. Hey, my, my, my Falcons aren't in anymore, but, you know, people, when people ask me who I'm a champ for, I always say the Falcons. The so, Falcons, yes, yeah, There you go. 
Well, guys, again, you can give us a call, 347-326-9991. You're listening to the Real Talk Sports Show right here with me, the minister, Jonathan Simmons, and right next to me, the guy we call Captain America, Mr. Ken Swilling, Georgia Tech Tech Hall of Famer, is in the building. I want to get you guys' predictions if you're not scared. So, again, call us up, 347-326-9991, and we will stick you not only on the air uh, for live radio, but people will hear you on Facebook. So instead of you just comment, we can kind of hear you. We can kind of hear what you want to say. Isn't that beautiful? That would be that would be awesome. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to uh, to kind of talk about it and uh, and and to see what's going to happen. But uh, you know, I think in the South period, I think the uh, the uh, you you hit on something that actually people aren't really as excited as they probably could, would be. And say if Jacksonville had made it, or if Atlanta had made it, or if somebody. The Saints, as much as we don't want to call them out, who that nation was in the spot? Oh man! And I don't know who to feel bad, who to feel the worst for, them or us, because they actually had the game won. One, you know. I mean, they still had to go. They still had to go to Philly and 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 do what they had to do, but they had a game won against Minnesota. But I I think the game against Philly would be would be a a whole lot better against the Saints than it was against. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah, that that was just a a nightmare uh, performance. (laughs) by, the, by uh, Minnesota, who all of a sudden, uh, Cinderella Slipper got broken, crushed, hey, fell off, yeah. and ran away from Case Keenum. But sometimes the pumpkin, I'll tell you, uh, you turn into the pumpkin before the clock strikes 12, and uh, it just just a little bit before midnight. They yes, sir. <laughs> it was thanks for playing, but good night. <laughs> good night. Right. Uh, they it was rats and mice everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> said, we out of here, bro. Peace and love to all mankind, but we're out. Uh, so... But listen, I mean, and that's really what I thought. I just felt that, you know, again, there was so much buzz uh, here in the southeast part of the country, especially you had, again, a Florida team in, you had a, a Louisiana team in, you had a, a Georgia team in, uh, right down to the nitty-gritty where any of those three teams looked like they could have been bona fide Super Bowl contenders. And then all of a sudden, all of those teams who literally, it was right in front of them, just yeah, and, and, and that's what it is, and that's what, uh, you know, we we talk about it, and, it, you know, we kind of joke about it a little bit, but I always tell people, I mean, when you get opportunities to play and win championships, you got to grab them. You got to grab them. You got to grab them because every season is different. I mean, next year is going to be a totally different season than, than, than this year, and the expectation level is going to be in Philadelphia. They're going to think, well, we we if they don't win, they'll say, well, we didn't win because we didn't have Wentz, and Wentz is coming back next year. But you got an injured Wentz coming back next year. You right. don't know uh, there's a lot of unknowns, even though his is you know he's going to be rehabbed and all that good stuff. There's a lot of unknowns. You don't know how an athlete is going to respond to to being injured, uh, to being hit again, and the season, as I said before, is different. So, right. you know, the only team it, it kind of seems to be the same for is the Patriots. The darn Patriots. The darn Patriots. They they have found a way to master, you know, and I, and playing in the AFC East, um, it really helps them, you know, because they, they play right. in, a, in a in a weak weaker division, soft. you know. You know, I'm not going to say that's soft. But I'm sorry. I, you, I'm, can't, you, can't really, you can't say it about any can't, NFL team. You if you play in the that. NFL, yeah, you you grown. You, fully grown. You're mm-hmm. a grown man, you right. know, and 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 they did lose to um to to Miami at at some point in time during the year. Right. But uh, you know, that being said, it's still, you know, you can still see that the AFC East is, is a lot kind of a lackluster. And they, they did what they had two teams in in the um uh, in the playoffs. So they had Buffalo. Correct. They did. And 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 uh, and Buffalo was not an offensive juggernaut of any sort. So, 
you know, that being said, it's still weak. They're still the best team in the AFC East. They're still going to be the best team. If they, two years from now, they'll still be the best team in the AFC East uh, with a 44-year-old Tom Brady. So, <laughs> you know, they'll still be that same, the, 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 you know, the best team over there. So we'll have to see. Uh, I don't, and I don't see that changing anytime soon because I don't see any of those teams getting better or willing to do anything uh, to get better, to, to actually compete with them. Well, well, the thing that you got, I mean, the biggest thing is you have a management team that is willing to deal with uh, all the stuff that goes on in the NFL. Ken, you know you played in the league, and there's a lot of things that go on that, that are off the field. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's management, there's personalities. All these things are part of what makes a team a good, bad, or mediocre and what the Patriots have been able to do now, to me, it's becoming more like WWE wherever you have a storyline. No disrespect, uh, you know, but you, <laughs> that's what it's like. I mean, because all of a sudden now the Patriots, or the, the clash between Belichick, Brady, and the owner, uh, all of a sudden it's still, are they going to be able to rectify this? You know, it's just kind of crazy. And, you know, and I've seen some, some real personal stuff on the, on the sideline. I've seen some crazy stuff happen on the sideline. I've seen some stuff happen in meeting meeting rooms. I've seen stuff happen in locker rooms. Right. But when most nine out of ten times when guys walk out onto that field, all of that is gone away. It's showtime. I mean, you really have to. I mean, you really, really, really have to dislike somebody not to not to play with them <laughs> or not to play for them when 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 you step between that uh, those lines. Right. We might not get along when we get off the field. We might not do a lot of stuff together. We might not go drink beer together. We might not go get a burger together. We might do, not do any of that. But when we step in on that field, you know, we're going to play together. And, oh, we, wow. we're gonna, and we're going to be one. That's what we do. Well, guys, uh, so the question went out, uh, who are we, where are we? Uh, here's uh, some of the places you can find us. Uh, you can check us out on Real Talk Sports TV. We try to get these broadcasts up on, on uh, our YouTube channel. We also do some broadcasts from time to time here in the Atlanta market at WIGO AM 1570 on the dial. We're going to be working with them to bring our podcast actually uh, back on the air with them. We have uh, taken a step back because we were getting such a fine response from guys on our social media and our YouTube pages on our video. So we've been doing a lot of that, but we will be uh, relaunching that podcast, good Lord willing, uh, sometime in late February or early spring. Uh, but uh, the best way really to find us is on through our social media platform. Check us out at Real Talk Sports 7. Uh, that's the best way to find us. You can find us anywhere. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Periscope. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook at uh, Real Talk Sports 7. You can find us at Real Talk Sports TV on our YouTube page, and you'll see some great interviews. I've got some locker room interviews with many of the Falcons. Got a great interview, a quick one, with Tim Tebow. Uh, we've got some stuff with uh, really some of the uh, great personalities in sports. If you go back in our archives, we've got interviews with some great Hall of Fame type coaches. Dick Vermeil, you guys are not too, too old. Hope you remember him, coach of the greatest uh, show on turf, coach the Rams uh, when they went to back-to-back Super Bowls. Also have uh, Vern Lundquist for a long time, voice of SEC football. Got a great interview with him. So we, if you guys want to check it out again, go to our YouTube page, Real Talk Sports, Real Talk Sports TV, and check us out. I think that's Alana or Alana Persuad on Periscope. Now, I know people are saying, okay, can you just not mangle my name? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to read it. Uh, easily amused. You must be amused at me mangling everybody's name here on both Periscope <laughs> and on Facebook Live. So you got to just bear with me because I'm, I'm watching the screen 
from a little bit of a distance, and I will admit that my readers are in the car, unlike Mr. Mm-hmm. Swilling, who actually has his own. Well, it, it does me no good. Uh, oh, there you uh, go. The glare uh-huh. in my eyes. In your eyes, like, <laughs> we're blinded by the light. <laughs> but, again, if you want to check us out, uh, you know, again, follow us on social media, as I just mentioned, at Real Talk Sports 7. If you feel that you just got to get involved in the conversation, you want to make your sentiments known audibly, we appreciate all the stuff you put on Facebook. We got a bunch of comments on that. But if you want to just put your voice out there in the atmosphere, give us a call, 347-326-9991. And voila, we will have you both on our Internet podcast, and we also have you piped in through the Facebook Live or the Periscope as well. All right, uh, we're going to take another little quick break, uh, and we appreciate all those of you who have joined us. I think someone else has joined us on Facebook. I'm going to try to read the name here before I go to the break. Hang on just one second here. Survey says it takes a little while for my computer, a little slow here, the technology. We want to see who joined us on Facebook Live so we can give them a shout-out before we take a quick break, and then we'll be back again in just about a minute, minute and a half. So uh, let's see who we got on Facebook Live. And my computer is thinking, it's thinking, it's thinking, and let's see who we have on Facebook Live has just joined us. Now, I feel like uh, Romper Room, and if I say Romper Room, you know, I know who that is, but, you know, they're like, Romper Room, what's that, bro? I mean, who is that? All right. I'm being teased by a, a fellow minister and pastor, Pastor Daniel Fagan of Fresh Bread Ministries right here in Clayton County. He says to me, uh, come on, man. Put the glasses on. <laughs> okay, bro. All right. On that note, let me. Let me I mean, sometimes you, you know, a lot of people like to live in uh, denial. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can see where this is all. Yes, sir. All going here. Yes, sir. Take a couple little shots at the minister yes. and do that. Uh, that's okay. That's it's all right. We, like you said, again, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a little break, <laughs> and then we'll be back with more. Of the Real Talk Sports Show. Keep it locked right here for more. The new College Football Hall of Fame and Chick-fil-A fan experience puts you closer to the game than ever before. Featuring over 30,000 square feet of interactive exhibits that make it feel like game day every day. Get your tickets now at cfbhall.com. Attention promoters, event organizers, and committees. If you're looking for a place to have your next big event, you must check out the C-Room Multiplex. The C-Room Multiplex cordially invites you to book your next artist or to host your next big event at the C-Room. Specializing in the following areas, CD release parties, showcases, fashion shows, movie premieres, birthday celebrations, wedding receptions, banquets, pastor's anniversaries, special events, and more. At the C-Room Multiplex, we also offer catering and decorating packages. For more information, call us, 678-823-5124. That's 678-823-5124. Or visit us on the web at croomatlanta.com. That's C-RoomAtlanta.com. The C-Room is Atlanta.
Atlanta's premier Christian entertainment venue. The Sea Room, 4013A Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Mention this ad for special pricing. This is Minister Jonathan Simmons, host of the Real Talk Sports Show. Do you like the positive sports stories you've been hearing? Well, partner with us to help keep the good news of sports on the air. We have great audio, video, and internet advertising packages available to promote any size business or event. Contact me directly at 678-410-9833 or send me an email, sales at realtalksports.net. We'd love to partner with you to keep the good news in sports on the air. Taylor, New York Giants, and you with Real Talk Sports. That's right, baby. Uh, you were with Real Talk Sports. And you know who that was? That was one of the greatest linebackers of all time in the NFL, Lawrence Taylor. Even he says, you, you need to be in the building with Real Talk Sports. <laughs> I mean, even he said it. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, it's not another better place to be. That'd be all right right here with us. Right here, guys, hanging out. Uh, we are again at uh, one of our favorite spots, the Holiday Inn. In Stockbridge, Georgia, located very conveniently right off of I-75 and I-675. You know, we have a guy here that, that every now and then he drops in. So we're going we're gonna to drag him in before he goes upstairs here. We're at the hotel. We're going to see if we can squeeze him in here and have him say hello to everybody. He's not don't Okay, folks, now don't, don't get funny because he's a Who That Nation fan, but that's okay. We're going to see if I can get him mic'd up and get him a headset before he goes upstairs. Let's get the, uh, see if we can get him straight here, have him bop on in. I have to give him the uh, the one ear uh, headphone, unfortunately, but that's okay. Uh, we're gonna do it the old-fashioned way here. For those of you on Facebook and Periscope, we appreciate you for taking time out with us here. And I'm going to go in my bag of tricks here. I have uh, more microphones, more cables, right here. I mean, it's like it's always an adventure with Minister doing this. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm just you know I'm a multimedia guy, so I want everybody to have their own mic. I don't want him to have to share my mic, and that's a beautiful thing. So we're going <laughs> to plug him in right now, guys. And here's the thing. I, speaking of that, I will say this, boys and girls. If you have a, a uh, young person in college here in Atlanta area and uh, they are interested in radio or TV, we are looking for interns. we got some folks that we want to get out here that can do this here. So if you're an intern or you want to help us out behind the scenes, uh, come on down and give me a call, 678 678- Three zero four eight one two one. Yeah, I mean that would be real good because, as you can see, we're struggling right now, <laughs> trying to get everything set up and trying to get my man on the radio. Uh, you know, give me a mic check, brother. You on? Who that? Who that? There we go. There who that's in the building? There, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> all right. Uh, we were talking a little bit before here. First of all, before we get started, who's your pick uh, to win the Super Bowl? You know, I, I've been picking against New England. Um, we since, all have. Yeah. Don't feel bad. We all have. That's been a steady diet of that. And, and guess where I'm going to go? I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Okay. All right. Okay. We're not mad at you for that. That's a true NFC fan speaking there. I, I appreciate that. Well, well now let's, let's shift gears a little bit. We've been talking about Super Bowl. We got your pick of Philadelphia. Um, I think Ken's pick is – the Patriots? Yeah, yeah. I mean, begrudgingly, it's the Patriots. Right. Uh-huh. The Patriot way is sinking, is sinking in. I mean, I did, I did have a little stint in in um, in New England for some time with, with Bill Parcells when he was there. So, okay, so. So I do feel uh, kind of like, you know, maybe, just maybe I could cheer for him just a little bit. Well, here's the thing that's kind of odd. I'm, I'm torn on this game because, to me, either this is going to be a typical – 
New England Super Bowl, because a lot of people don't realize is New England, outside of the game they won overtime against the, the Falcons, they have not won any of these Super Bowls by more than four points. Well, they're wearing white, so. Right. <laughs> wow. Well, I, as you can tell, I'm not too confident in my pick, but I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles. Um, i got to go with the NFC, NFC team. I'm going to probably make my pick again on Friday, but I think one of two things is going to happen. Either A, uh, the Patriots are going to win as they normally do by about three or four points, or Philadelphia's going to blow them out. I think if Philadelphia wins, it's going to be a blowout. I don't it, think Philadelphia is not going to be a blowout. Okay, well, I'm just saying, if Philly I mean, wins, I, I, I think I'm going to blow them out. I can tell you right now, you know, <laughs> if that's a prop bet, I want some money in there. Because, uh, it's well, not gonna. It's not gonna be a blowout. I can't. Uh, it I can't go on record know, saying I, 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 I can. I, maybe I, I can. I know you can. some apples or something. I really can't either. But you know, my Just thing. Saying. My thing is this. You know, I have had enough. Uh, I thought we were gonna blow them out last year. And we should. We had. I thought we had. Them. We, we should have. Well, we, we were treading out in the water. We got really deep out in the murky water, and the water was really deep. It got around the neck. Should have ran them out the building. Well, I don't. I don't know if anybody who predicted Philadelphia to blow up Minnesota. So well, that's I, that that that's came true. out of nowhere. Okay, that did come out of nowhere. That and, came out of nowhere. And the reason why I think that they could, in fact, if they win, blow them out, is because of the fact that they they have the kind of team that could really get things going south uh, with New England. I think that you know you 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 look at this team that can pressure you and rush with four, and more importantly, can as you know, the one thing I've dropped that quarterback does not like, which we saw. Uh, right, right. Pressure up in the middle. Mm-hmm. And sadly, because he, the, the idea is, as you know, is to get in that pocket. Right. And see, the, Philadelphia gets a situation uh, with young Barnett out of Tennessee, uh, with uh, with a guy that uh, one person has said initially was stealing money, Fletcher Cox, who's turned out to be the beast of, of postseason. Right. Those two guys create a lot of problems for you up the middle. And I think that, that if they can put pressure on Brady at the right time, Brady has shown that he, in the last couple of years, it can get a little loose with the football. And I just think if you do that against Philadelphia, Philadelphia finds himself like Atlanta, one or two turnovers early. I think that unlike Atlanta, uh, they, they, they're going to start pounding and grounding and they're going to get the Patriots out of there and win by a, a pretty big margin. So either the Patriots close or Philadelphia in a see you. In, 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 a, in a bomb. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I mean, I guess I just have to take your word for it. I mean, I... Maybe yeah, I wish I, I wish I could see Sunday and see what was going to happen. But uh, only thing I know, I'll be I'll be watching it somewhere. And uh, when that doesn't happen, I'll definitely call you. Well, I'm gonna make my prediction like I said I always do right at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> as you know, I've, I've been. Are you, are you a waffler? No, are you, hold, what, hold are on. you a waffle between? <laughs> hold on a second. I have to wait to get all my information. All information. In. Oh, okay. All right. And I got to get a sense of the vibe. Okay. From the two teams. Because, as you know, I correctly predicted the outcome of the college football. Oh, here we go. Here we I'm go. just saying. I mean. Just I mean, saying. Yeah. Predicted it right almost to the point. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm, I, 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 can't, I can't deny that. You did put it out there before. Right. Before the game. Before the out game. There. Right. It was out there. So, you know, you almost got it right. You know, but that was, you know, a blind hog, as my grandma would say. Uh, a blind hog can find an acorn every now and again. Okay, why don't you destroy all the other ones? Yes, a blind squirrel can find a nut every now and then. Yeah, okay. Okay, I don't I don't need this. All right, I'm just saying I'm going to wait because um, I just got a, a feeling, man. I mean, you know, I tell you what kind of kind of spooks me a little bit um, is that 
the Patriots look a lot like we did last year. I'm not I'm not used to seeing the Patriots doing all this pre-championship celebratory stuff going on, you know, Brady's jumping up and down at the pep rally. Um, it seems very un-New Englandish to me. And when I see that, I'm thinking, hey, maybe these guys are, you know, maybe they're not as confident as they have been in previous years. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think uh, that's the case. I, I think if anything, they're, they're, they're breathing with confidence. All right. And, uh-huh. uh, let me, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Uh, what are the odds you think of maybe Brady retiring if they win? Uh, he, he said today, he, he said he, 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 he has no he interest. Doesn't know, he doesn't know, he, he doesn't know why people are so interested in, in, in that question because he he's, he's he wants to play until he's in his mid forties. Right. Uh, well, now that's what he says. But you one, know. one, two, and being able to are two different things. Yeah. Uh, now, yes. Now you said a mouthful of that. Yes. And <laughs> you you know that they that that everybody wants to go out on top. Yeah. And it, I, I'm sure it's crossed his mind. Yeah. And, and you know it could be the situation. Uh, you know, I remember when when I was in uh, in, in college, we used to play in the uh, in the student athletic complex. We play basketball, and you you play play for two or three hours, and you'd be like, oh man, and and it's just the best feeling of all. Right. I played well and everything, and all everything's gone good. And then somebody says, hey man, just stay around. This 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 last game. One more Come game. On, one more game. Come on. One, one more game. game. One more game. And you must run and go out there and you must run and tear your ankle up or do something crazy. Right, something do something crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. Do something crazy. Um, you know, sometimes it's best to ride off into the sunset. Right, right. Uh, it's best to take the the road of the Peyton Manning. But I know Peyton couldn't do it. Really could physically. I don't think Peyton could have lasted another year. No, right. right. His neck, everything was gone. Yeah, right. Everything was, you know, the degenerating uh, of, of the, the muscle tissue around his arm and all that good stuff. You know, they, they were kind of propping him up to get there. You know, it, you know, you just hate to see a guy stay too long. Right now, he hasn't hit that cliff because most of the time when guys get around 38, 30, 39, they start, start, you know, especially at quarterback, teetering down. Yeah. But because of the way the position is played right now and because we can't, as we mentioned before, you can't really hit them like you used to. Yeah. They can't get their back slammed out like they used to. Right, right. You know, so, you know, that's that's putting some more years on it. Uh, he and Breeze, um, I think Breeze got, got got another two or three more good years left. In yeah, him. I, I uh, agree. I, I agree with that. Um, although I have noticed uh, Breeze' arm strength has deteriorated a little bit. Yeah. He hasn't been able to hit those long throws like he used to mm-hmm. two or three years ago. But, I mean, he's still got the smarts. He's still got, you know, he's, he's, he's accurate, you know, within right. 20 yards. Right. And that's basically all you need. I mean – you know, um, if you get a good receiver like like the Saints have in Michael Thomas, where you can just throw the ball up and let him go up and get it, you know, hey, yeah, yeah. and and the key to throwing the deep ball is knowing when to throw it. You know, you got right. You got to be able to you really you know right. throw the guy open, and that's what uh, Breeze does better than any quarterback I think is playing the game right now. He's able to throw people open um, because most of the time people that are around the guys that he that 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 are running routes for him, and he throws to another spot. Right, he throws to a place where hey, and then that just comes with practice and time, and with with them doing that all 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 the time, you know. Uh, from what I understand, that's what he does. He throws in awkward situations, so to, to let those guys know, hey, just because you know you got a certain route, and you know the ball's coming, I'm not going to tell you where it's coming. Right, right. But but well, that's, you got to make the play. That's up that's up to the receiver to adjust to it mm-hmm. and, and and make that play, and that's uh, that's that's why they're professionals. Right, exactly. You you mean like the Ted Ginn play at the end of the half? Exactly. Like that? Exactly. Where all of a sudden the Falcons kind of start cheating, and he looked in that backfield, and next thing you know, old Ted was 
There you go. Running by waving, saying, "See you." Well, when you got a man, when, you, <laughs> when you've got a man, uh, um, and you got a man to man, you've got to carry him man to man. Wherever man-to-man. he goes, you got to. And that doesn't mean trailing. That means you got to. <laughs> you got to get on top of him. Not ten yards behind man to man. You mean? Okay, you gotcha. Go. Okay. Well, I want to give a couple of quick shout outs again on Facebook. I want to give a shout out to Rodney Klein. Now, see, this is what I like. The guy actually has checked in while his daughter is at soccer practice. All right. Now, see, that's that's a that's a real you know, support of the show right there. So big shout-outs to him. Shout-out to Tim, one of your buddies, Tim Lowry, jumped in there and said oh, some, oh, 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 some blessings to you, bro. There you go. There yep. you go. So, Tim, we appreciate you. And I don't even know if I want to read Pastor Fagans anymore you know, chiding me about my glasses. <laughs> but we want to give a shout-out to him. And, again, his great church, uh, uh, Fresh Bread Ministries, right here in Jonesboro, Georgia. Uh, check them out. Uh, they have a Facebook page, Fresh Bread Ministries. Pastor Daniel Fagan and his lovely wife do a great job uh, over there. And, of course, Howard Sheffield, he jumped on early. So we thank God for all those people who have done it. And, of course, all those of you who are watching us on Periscope on the replay, because we know a lot of you guys check us in after the fact on the replay. We appreciate you. Remember, you can put hearts in even on the replay. We, we, they still count. All right, so we appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you so much. Again, the last thing here before we uh, go into the final segment of the program, we, you guys can call in. I don't know if you're aware of that. 347-326-9991. Uh, we do have a special phone line that's set up so that, you know, not only can we converse with you on the radio, but people on Facebook and Periscope can hear you too. How about that? So again, three four seven three two six ninety nine ninety one. Oh, so, uh, Bill, uh, have we treated you nice since you've been here? Oh, y- y'all have been absolutely fantastic. In fact, the whole city has been been great. Um, it's it was actually a Pleasant surprise, even when I'm walking around in my Saints sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we're not going to do you like they do in Philadelphia or anywhere else. We're not going to hit you with full beer bottles and stuff like that, and we're not going to. Well, that's you know, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've I've been in New Orleans a few times, and uh, you know, always it, it's always good natured ribbon when I go. So uh, you know, it, it's always in, in, in fun and in jest when we see each other with uh with with our with our gear on and all that good stuff and you know it's just fun. I, I think the rivalry between Atlanta and, and New Orleans uh is only growing. <laughs> it's it's pretty healthy. Yeah, it's really healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very healthy. And now see what Ken now see Ken has a you know, he runs into the problem that a lot of people run into uh when when it has like a family kind of divided because you know for, for Saints fans you know, of course, guys are probably listening and saying, Swilling, Swilling, I wonder if there's any relation to Pat Swilling. Well, yes, he is. Pat is his first cousin. And uh, so uh, one of the great – Part of the, uh, the Dome Patrol. Yeah, there you go. There one, you of, go. one of the great Saint defenders of all time, really one of the best NFL defenders. The NFL defensive player of the year, I think, was 1998, I think mm-hmm. it was. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, Ken every now and then has to kind of, you know, have the two hats, you know, one to split right there with Falcons and uh, Saints on it. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I, I guess not that much love, huh? <laughs> I only chill with the Falcons uh, now. You know, when he played, of course, I I, I cheered for for him. Right. <laughs> it was it was Pat, Pat Swillen, Ricky Jackson, Vaughn Johnson, yeah, and go, Pat Sam, and um, Sam Mills. Yep. There you go. Yeah, yeah phenomenal linebacking core. Those guys were just uh, they were just terrors. I mean, people, you know, I think sometimes when you talk about all these great defenses, you know, certainly what Baltimore Ravens had in two thousand and. You know, we've seen over the years from the Steelers when he had Palomar and everybody was at, you know, full tilt. Um, and, you know, of course, going back into when I was a youngster, the, the Steelers. But, you know, those those uh, Saints teams back then, those guys were just – they were a handful because they were, the, were kind of what the Falcons are trying to build here, just speed coming off the edge, uh, very savvy in the middle. You know what I mean? So they just were just a 
that Dawn Patrol was just that, a yeah. Dawn Patrol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they sure were. Well, I, I appreciate y'all having me on. I got to go upstairs and study. I got a test tomorrow in we psychology. Know, Mr. Bill, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, you, you can say at the end of your tenure here, the certificate is in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, well, you know, I was on the sports show. And I kinda, right, I, right. I, I got a D minus, none of that. None of that. We, we want to we be celebrating with you with your certificate. You yes. Go, uh, it, yeah, I need, I need to pass this tomorrow to, to continue on. So. Amen. All right, well, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll, you'll be, be fine. fine. I know. I, I know I will, but I, I like to I like to score. Or good. Oh, hey, oh, so yeah, you're one of those guys. Huh? Well, you know, just passing is not good enough. There you go. I, I, gotta, you go. I, I have I, to. I appreciate that. Well, and, and everybody else has got to know they're going to score good, so I, I, I can't be the only one going to score. There you go. So, there you go. But I, I appreciate y'all having me on. Um, I hope y'all have a blessed evening. All right. And, uh, you know, have a, have a good rest of your night. All right. All right, guys. Thank Bill you, from Who Dat Nation in the building. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, again, uh, it's been great stuff here. You can always come down here if you'd like yourself. We're, we're here. We try to be here at least every other Thursday. You can check us out uh, right down here in Stockbridge, right off of uh, uh, Highway 675, Highway 138, Highway 75. We're in the conundrum of the intersection of all these uh, highways here in Stockbridge. You can check us out. Ken, I got momentarily distracted. Okay. Okay. I looked to my right. Okay. And I look, and for a split second, I saw a woman in white flash on the screen. Okay. Can so uh, wait a minute, go on now. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, what woman in white did you see? It, it is a woman that made me take an interest in women's basketball when I first saw her with that ponytail oh, flashing. Oh, you talking about Don? Going down court. <laughs> you talking about Don? And in full stride. <laughs> Oh, you talking about Don Staley. An assist okay. by bouncing the ball between her legs <laughs> for a bucket. Oh. And then had the audacity to knock off my home state Yukon Huskies and stopping them at their win streak of 104 consecutive wins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yukon trying to get some payback tonight, though. Um, down in South Carolina, Lena Woods to them right now, 62 to 38 yeah, uh, in the second half. But I mean, this good right now. Yeah, but these games don't count, bro. I mean, the South Carolina yeah. said the crown is still on our heads. The crown is still on our heads. And it will be there until, you know, March Madness for the women comes back yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Uh, got a chance to see Dawn play uh, when I was at Georgia Tech. She was at, at the University of Virginia. And it was something. She was, I was like, I mean, she's a little petite uh, young lady, but she could Kill really him. go, man. But really, really go, really handle the ball, really shoot the ball well. Great score, great leader, uh, uh, just an offensive dominant presence on on the floor. And uh, and you, most of the time you don't see the great co- uh, great players become great coaches. Right, that's true. Right, but but right. she has really become a great coach, and uh, you can see she's really lit a fire under the the girls there, and um, and uh, at the University of South Carolina, and she has them playing really well. I know that about it, uh, and, uh, you know, really the team has been galvanized around her presence, and uh, she has done a phenomenal job in getting some of the best players in the country uh, to come out there and play with her. And, uh, you know, again, she just says, hey, we, 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 are, we are determined and we are not afraid of, uh, of UConn or anybody else for that matter. So, you know, good good her. And, matter of fact, I got a chance to interview uh, one of her star players, uh, Asia Wilson, okay. uh, was Naismith High School Player of the Year, right. I think, in 2014 or 2015. They have the Naismith Awards right here at the Georgia International Convention Center uh, here by the airport. So we were just excited to get a chance to interview her. And, and it's funny, man, you know, you can – and, of course, Ken, you've been around, uh, you know, top-level performers yourself, being one guy you grew up with, your cousins and so forth. But, you know, th- what I found from covering this is that people that perform at that level, there's something – 
there's something about him that you can just tell right off the rip. Now, here it was. She was, I don't think she had turned 18 yet, but she had such a presence during the interview, uh, such a confidence, uh, such a, I don't, I don't want to say a female swag, but it was just such a confidence about this young lady that you could tell, hey, she's going to do some things at the next level, and that's what we've seen, man. She's been a uh, double-digit scorer since she's a freshman. I think last year she averaged around 14, 15 right. points a game. And, uh, you know, again, kudos to Dawn Staley to getting these uh, young women to not only come and play for her but believe they can be the best in the nation and, and 2016 national, 2017 national champion. So, again, but I had to look, bro. I saw the vision in white. I had to, uh, yeah, I mean, I had yeah. to take a double take. And I got a chance actually to meet and interview her very briefly at uh, she was here supporting the WNBA, uh, you know, because their season is after the basketball season. Right. Uh, they come out and support, and they were doing something to honor a lot of the former players, and Dawn was out there. And, uh, and I told her, I actually told her the story that I told you. I said, you are the woman that made me really start watching women's basketball. Oh, man, I thought you was, I thought you was going somewhere else. <laughs> I thought about that. <laughs> the minister will be very candid. I did think about saying my eyes have been enriched. My eyes have been enriched, and I've seen the Lord has shown me in a vision <laughs> your loveliness and I would. Yeah, I thought about all that for a moment in time. Yeah, did you? Did you said, uh, "Oh, so nice to meet you." Yeah, I did tighten up for for a second. Tighten up because I didn't say anything. She kind of looked at me and said, "Bro, we gonna you gonna do you gonna do this or what? What you right. gonna do?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." I guess I could. <laughs> I mean, she seems really, really genuine and real. Oh, just a, just a, just a nice woman. What you see is what you get. Uh, once she realized I was not an axe murderer and I actually wasn't going to do a legitimate interview, uh, yeah, she just was very accommodating and, um, you know, again, a precursor to you know them going out and winning the national championship the very next year. So again, kudos to uh, the lovely Miss Dawn Staley and all of her charges over there at the University of South Carolina Gamecocks national champions and really. You got to give a big shout out to them because they had the the rare, you know, double up almost. They almost got it completely. Were you talking about the uh, both the men and the women, men and the women uh, right. in the uh, NCAA finals? So again, kudos to South Carolina and uh, their basketball program for both men and women. So uh, good stuff going on out there. Uh, speaking of women, speaking of men, if you have a talented young athlete, high school, college, and they're doing something good in the community, especially, uh, you give me a call six seven eight three zero four eight one two one. Love to have them on the show. We, we want to start getting back to our spotlight, doing some athletes of the week, and especially uh, pointing out those people who are doing good in the community. And even if you're not an athlete, if you do have a, a story that is sports-related, uh, you know, maybe you're a former player uh, and you're doing some great stuff in the community, whatever it may be, uh, certainly give me a call, 678-304-8121, or send me an email to Jay Simmons. That's J-S-I-M-M-O-N-S at Real Talk Sports with an S on the end, dot net, and we would love to get your story on the air. You might think come on down here and hang out with us, me and uh, the captain here at the uh, Holiday Inn. Why not? Why not? Why not? Come on out and hang out. Well, brother, uh, it's been a, another good one. we got a few minutes left to go in the broadcast. Um, we, since we're on basketball. Yeah. Um, Your Hawks, is that what you want to talk about? Wow. Is that, is that where you want to go? Well, I just think that we should, you know, talk about the fact that they – once again, have given me a roller coaster ride. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. That's all we're going to get all season. I get it. Minister, I, I mean, you know what this is. You know what you signed up for this year. You know, so we are right on the edge. It's almost the all-star break. We hadn't won. Uh, we are at 15 games. Wait, what is it? 14 yeah, games? About 
14, 15 wins yesterday. 15 wins. So, I, you know, I really don't want need them to win 10 or 12 more games. I, I don't really need that. Wow. I need them to win about five or six more games, finish with about 21 wins, 22 wins, somewhere in, there in that in that fashion. And let's just get Marvin Bagley or Trey or Trey Young to come in here, <laughs> and let's set and let's set ourselves up for for the future. Well, as I told you, the over under for me is twenty five. I know they're right on pace. I mean, they're, they're on pace with twenty five. They're, they're right on pace. Yeah, I think they can get to. They might even squeeze out thirty if they if they do right. But um, they gave me a little flash. Do we re- do we really want them to get thirty wins? Uh, probably not. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. I just I just I just, you always want to overachieve, man. Look at you. Well, that's that's what it's all about. Life's about overachieving. Yeah, I mean, I want to see them, right. you know, overachieve. I want to see them do some stuff here. You know, I'm very excited about. And he's actually going to be playing the Futures game. Uh, John Collins representing right, right. Atlanta, mm-hmm. a guy who I think is going to be a future All Star in his own right. This, is he going to be in a dunk contest? I know he. I know he's kind of lobbying for. Uh, yeah, I don't. I haven't seen where they've admitted him yet. Um, so far, the only thing I've gotten that he's in the Futures game. He will be playing in that. Well, yeah, he'd be a good candidate for the dunk contest. Oh, man. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This, this kid is special. I mean, and, and we need – see, we, that's what we need. We yeah. haven't had that. I mean, yeah. you know, Dominique spoiled us. He was made, made it the highlight factory. Oh, goodness. I, I, I mean, I was watching some film of Dominique just the other day, man. Somebody had put a little package up and kind of had, had played <laughs> it back on, on Facebook. And I remember being like 10 years old when Dominique was at, uh, was at the University of Georgia. Georgia, yep. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a high school had a um not, I wasn't not high school I had a had a coach, um, that would take Paul Jamison would take us to uh, to the University of Georgia to the practices when they had Terry Fair, uh, uh Vern um, uh, Vernon um I can't call the guy Vernon Fleming Vernon Fleming yep, mm-hmm. yeah yep. Vernon Fleming Dominique and all all those guys, and Dominique man would just take off it seemed like he would just take off from anywhere. Anywhere. And, and, come and, get thing, it. and he was on top of you. Right, come you and get know. It. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would never forget, uh, you know, those times of going to the university. Like I said, I grew up 45 minutes away to see, to see University of Georgia basketball. I uh, had opportunity to go down to see um, Kenny Skywalker when he played at Kentucky. Wow. And there was, and, there's a guy who played for the New York Knicks. <laughs> you know. Because I grew up in Connecticut, got a chance to see him there at the Knicks, and he was a, he was a big-time dunker I'm himself. I'm telling you, uh, but, but Dominique could, re- can, could really, really rise. And I hadn't seen anybody, you know, dunk the ball that hard right. in a long time and in, in the fashion that, that he was able to do it. And, but this John Collins kid uh, is that guy that, that that's going to be kind of special. Um, uh, you know, uh, Coach Bud, if you're listening, uh, Travis Slink, if you're listening, um, I don't need any more wins. I need y'all to wow. kind of pull back okay. a little taste. I, what I need from y'all, just listen real close now, listen real close. What I need from y'all is go ahead and um, convince Marvin Bagley to come out of school and let's go on and get the big guy and bring it to Atlanta. You basically want to tank. I mean, let's just say. I, I, we, we, no, that's not what we want. We want to uh, competitively uh, lose. We want to lose competitively. We're not tanking. And we've been doing that. I mean, <laughs> but here's, here's the thing that's weird for me, which 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 really just drives me banana with this team, is that they, it's the roller coaster ride. Here it is. They they won four games against a Western Conference. Right. And and, and basically, that betting starts 
and beat like they stole something against the last three or four, you know, Eastern Division opponents. Eastern Division opponents, that's crazy. Including Dwight Howard getting his revenge two times. Yeah, Kimball Walker, uh, he he, he shot the ball lights out last night, uh, the other night. He had like nine three-pointers or something crazy, uh, which is just unheard of. Um, but the, you know the Hawks are gonna they're gonna they're gonna suffer this year, but hopefully, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they before the trade deadline move uh, some pieces around and uh, just try to to do a dump to ensure that we are <laughs> where, where we where we need to be. Right, and uh, you know again it's it's yeah I think one of the guys that's gonna be a casualty unfortunately is their only presence uh, down low, which is uh, you know. Wayne Debman, I think he's you gonna, think Wayne Debman, yeah, I think he's gonna, I, I think it, it might be Wayne Debman. It's probably going to be uh, uh, Ilya Sova. Yeah. Um, Ilya Sova would look good in a Boston uniform right now. Man, what are you trying to stockpile? I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Uh, they, they need help. I mean, Cleveland need help. I mean, we we all about helping people. And we're, and we're good for helping <laughs> Cleveland. That's, that's been our tag team partner these last couple of years. Just, you know, let's, let's give them to the Cleveland. They're, they're good. Let's uh, go back on to uh, social media on Facebook. Sean Simmons, your buddy, says, uh, what's good? He said, good show, fellas. We appreciate the uh, shout-out. And uh, your buddy Rodney Klein also is uh, is just simply saying, Hawks, please lose. Yes. And get yes. uh now he says Marvin Marvin Bailey the third. I think you mean uh Bagley, doesn't he? Bagley. Right. right. It's Bagley. okay. It's all good. Uh so uh yeah, I mean listen, at the end of the day we, we want to see the Hawks get someone credible. Uh I will remind people the lottery is no guarantee. No, it's no guarantee, okay, but you but, could... but the more balls I have in, in, in the mix, the better I feel about my chances. Yeah, and really to do for the lottery be I mean, like I said, Indian, it's not it's not a uh, you would think that a top three pick is going to get you someone that should be a franchise player. We have had a couple of misfires uh, in my lifetime where we. Well, with the, I mean, that was right. that was that was foolishness. That was foolishness. <laughs> I mean, there's no way Sheldon Wing was supposed to be a, 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 a top top pick like that. That no way Marvin Williams was supposed to be a top pick like that. Well, see the, the Marvin Williams, see the Marvin Williams things. People forget. First of all, how good he was at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he was good. He and, was good. And always the, the statement was, if you got a choice between taking a good big man and a good little man, take the, the good big man. Well, my thing is, in during that era, they drafted the same ball player about three years in a row. Right. You see, to me, the problem was the whole Sheldon Williams thing. See, the Marvin Williams I could live with after they had just gotten Josh, I guess, two years before right. I could live with that. But the thing that killed me was, and I thought they were going to set the place on fire because I was actually at – Phillips Arena during that time, I thought that people were going to riot. When they drafted Sheldon Williams, it was such an outcry. Right, I said, right, right, right. I said, but I better go. <laughs> time for the minister to leave now. Because, I mean, it was just incredible how angry the people were because exactly. that's what you thought. And you bypassed two guards who later went on, as you know, to have a huge impact. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, you just you said, man, what were these guys thinking? Yeah. You know, what kind could, of – We could have had Chris Paul. That's right. Or he could have had uh, uh could have had Jason Williams. Could have had Darren um, Williams. Darren Williams. Darren Williams. Williams. Oh yeah. I mean, so you had you had these guys that later went on, especially you talking Darren Williams in the early part of his in career early before he got really. injured. Yeah. That guy was just and serious. See, the thing, the other thing is that Atlanta teams, for some reason, seem to not want to have here is guys that have that you know physical toughness. The guys I like to say have a little bit of that big nasty. Right. 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 They seem to want to have the guys who are very, uh, you know, docile, you know, which is, listen, I get it. I mean, I know you're trying to, you know, uh, you know, have good citizens, but you get some guys that got some, 
some bad intent. Well, listen, we're going to uh, wrap it up. I think have we reached the 830 hour? Oh, praise the Lord, we have. Yes. So we've gone a little bonus overtime. We thank God for that. Ken, can you see where that last two people were there on Facebook so we can shout them out? Well, you know, I, I'm not Uh-oh. like you. I'm going to get a little closer. <laughs> so now I'm going to be mocked. Is that how we're going to do it? No, we're going to be mocked on top of that. Okay, it's all right, though. I still love you, bro. My homeboy, Anthony Neal. Okay. Anthony Edward Neal out there. Big shout out to him. That is Mr. Rodney A. Klein. Okay, okay. So Rodney and uh, Mr. Klein, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. And Mr. Kent Swilling here, we appreciate you guys. Again, uh, we're going to uh, you know, look to really ramp up this broadcast if the Lord allows. We're looking for some interns to, to give us the ability. Because really what we want to do here is that we, we actually have a lot more content. we got interviews and we got all kind of other things that we want to let you guys see. And we have the technology to do that, but we do need some interns to assist us. So, again, if you have an intern, let me just clarify, because people do ask me this question. This is a, a legitimate intern unpaid position. <laughs> you, you're interning. I mean, you're, you're, interning. You're, you're learning on the job. Right. And I know that they do have paid internships, but sadly right now, this is not one of them. Yeah, I, I'm just But being, one day, one day, one day. we're we holding on, holding on. Right. One day. <laughs> we're yet holding on that one day we, in fact, will have enough prosperity that we can have paid uh, employees here with Will Talk Sports. Just today is not that day. <laughs> I'm just being candid. I know people start blowing your phone up, and just so you can. Yeah, um, you, you're right. You're right. Because we're all right. looking for a few extra shekels to yeah. put in our pocket. I why, get it. Hey, why not? Right. Uh, no problem. Well, everybody, listen, we appreciate all those of you who have joined us here uh, on the Real Talk Sports Show. Appreciate those of you who tuned in on Block Talk Radio. Appreciate everybody that's listened to us here on uh, Facebook and on Periscope. Uh, we're going to uh, sign off with everybody. But, again, we appreciate you so much, man. Appreciate you. And, you know, before I get out of here, i got to put my minister hat on for just a second. Got to do that just a second. I know this, the looking at last night's State of the Union speech, a lot of people probably got feeling kind of nervous. They were thinking, man, what are we signed up here for? I just want to encourage everybody to say, listen, man, you can't look at these things. There's a lot of things that the president said. That if, in fact, he's not, he's telling the truth, Actually, there were some things that were pretty good in terms of you know, trying to make sure that we start to rehabilitate those who are in prison when they come out so that they're not just kind of going back into the system again, you know, talking about being willing uh, to take ideas from those people to help improve uh, our, our communities. All that stuff is good. Some of the other stuff sounded real crazy. I'll be honest with you, it sounded real. I'm thinking, hey, man, are you, you know you're running with the truth and just taking it and just going somewhere where it's not. All that being said, you said, Minister, get to the point I will. We can't look at the men in office. We can't even look at those who share this off with me who themselves have been corrupt. What you have to do is focus your eye on God Almighty. Focus your eye on Jesus. And that's what I want to tell you. The only way you can really have a true relationship with God is has to be established with his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, and that does a couple of things for you. Number one, nobody loves you like him. That's the first thing. I mean, he, he died for you. Uh, and so that you might be empowered to actually kind of live the kingdom of heaven here on the earth. Second of all, that when you do leave here, you know that you have a home to go to, which is far superior than this. So I would just encourage you, please, ma'am, please, sir, if you don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, please get to know him today, because, in fact, nobody loves you like Jesus, and that's how you can have a more abundant life here upon the earth, and that's uh, your ticket into heaven. So, uh, you know, if you don't, please do so. It would be a wonderful time to do it, man, going into the spring, into a new year, with a new situation for yourself spiritually. Wouldn't that be something? All right, guys, uh, we appreciate you. Again, you can contact uh, me at 
304-831-3048121. You can also email me at jsimmons uh, at uh, net. Uh, Ken, how can people follow you on social media, bro? Uh, everything is at Ken Swilling. I am hiding from no one. Amen. And that's Swilling without an S on the end. Okay? Without an S on the end. Please. And my name is Ken, K-E-N, right. W-I-L-L-I-N-G, not S on right. the end. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to clarify that because from time to time, yes, uh, people seem to not be able to understand that, and they say, "Well, I can't find you anywhere because you put swilling. it on the end." It's swilling. No, no, he's no, a singular no. swilling. I'm a singular swilling. There's I'm lots of swilling, but right now they're, they're all singular I'm, I'm in their own. One swilling. Right, by he's, he's a swilling by himself. <laughs> and uh, for me, uh, I guess I'm, I'm not too complicated. It's it's just Minister J Sims. That's Minister J S I M M. Follow me anywhere on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Jonathan Simmons. Uh, you also can find me on the Real Talk Sports Shows page, which is Real Talk Sports, the number seven. So it's Real Talk Sports 7. Again, IG, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We are on Snapchat. I will admit candidly, I have no idea how to operate Snapchat at all. <laughs> Zero. I try to get on there, try to be cool, try to be, you know, like the minister was like, hey, man, I'm going to try to get with the millennials. It failed. It was an epic fail. I have no idea how to operate Snapchat at all. I put a couple of things on there, and I say, hey, man, this is, this is a lot of, I can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. So I got off. But my profile is there, Real Talk Sports 7. Right. That's, right. All you, that's all you need. I guess that's all, that's you, all need. you need. All right, guys, again, we appreciate you so much. Those of you listening on Block Talk Radio, we've got a minute left to go on the broadcast. We're going to sign up with you guys here, leave you with a little, uh, you know, we want to close out with something smooth, maybe a little Let's see if I got some smooth jazz for you to close out. Here's what we got. I think this is kind of smooth. We got some smooth beats. The song's called Raw Deal. It's not, we don't want to give you a raw deal, but it's just a, it's a nice smooth beat. I'm just saying. Okay, here we go. Let's check it out. Here we go. Smooth. 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 All right, everybody. Thank you so much. God bless you. And uh, have a great night. <laughs>